I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. Today we have a special episode going over week three of college football and we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hey you guys, I'm Michael McConnell, I'm Claire's little brother and I'm excited to be here with y'all today. So like I said, we're going to go over week three. Uh, I did not do well <laughs> on my betting this week, but how did you fare? I can't remember. I was uh, three and two on the week so a little above average so i'm making a little bit of money yeah a lot better than what i did this weekend which i think i was one in four so <laughs> just goes to show you that you have on weeks and off weeks okay i guess let's explain what we mean by when i go one in four <laughs> uh, so basically my brother and i put small small potatoes kind of money on some bets every week and this week, I decided to do five bets, which is many more than I usually do. So I basically put $2 on each bet. So one of the main headline bets that I had was Arizona State winning over BYU. And I said they would win by over three and a half, basically. And so they needed to win by four. I got that wrong because BYU completely won. Uh, one of the other ones, I said that Purdue was getting seven and a half. That means that Notre Dame was favored by seven points, seven and a half points. And I also lost that. Notre Dame, I believe, won by over, it was 10 or more than that. And then um, I said that UVA would stay within seven and a half points of UNC. Got that wrong. <laughs> and I did an interesting one. And this, for most of my listeners, you won't have really experienced this before because this was my first time betting this. I bet the team total over for Mississippi State. That means the team total was 33 and a half. And I, that means that I bet Mississippi State would score during the entire game over 33 and a half points, so 34 points, and they played Memphis. I was incorrect by, I think it was like four points. I think they scored 29 by the end. So, um, But I did get Fresno State was giving 
getting 11 points, excuse me, over UCLA because UCLA was ranked number 13. And they ended up winning that game outright. So I did actually win that one. So, Michael, what were some of your bets? All right. So my uh, first one was Michigan State versus Miami. Michigan State was getting six and a half points. So they, if they just lost barely, I would still win. And they actually ended up winning by, I believe, 21 points. So it was – so it actually doesn't matter – how much they win or lose by as long as it's within that number so uh just because they were closer than losing by six and a half points i made some money so uh my other pick was cincinnati versus indiana uh number eight cincinnati was only favored by four points versus indiana and they won by i believe 14 points as well so i was very much in the right there but again all that matters that they won by more than four points I also bet on Virginia Tech beating West Virginia. They were underdogs, and so I bet what's called the money line, which means just if they win outright, it it basically throws all the points out. They just have to win up outright. So why did you bet that game specifically? So I bet Virginia Tech because Virginia Tech is number 15th in the country, and West Virginia is unranked, and so... As the 15th team in the country, if you're an underdog, I'm going to probably take those odds just because, frankly, you should win, even if, obviously, they didn't, so I was wrong. But if Vegas is willing to give me the 15th best team in the country as an underdog, I'm going to take it. So I also took Clemson versus Georgia Tech. Clemson was a 28-point favorite versus Georgia Tech. Clemson being one of the best teams in the country and Georgia Tech being frankly one of the worst teams in the country I thought this was a no-brainer and uh, Clemson won by eight so I needed them to win by 20 more points so clearly didn't hit that one and then I bet the over under on Kansas and Baylor so basically it's just the total points it doesn't really matter who wins or loses Um, and they actually managed to hit that by I believe one or two points over what I needed them to so by the skin of my teeth but a win is a win. Cool. So if we haven't like bored you completely, but that's kind of what when your boyfriend or husband or whoever is betting on football games, that's usually the type of thing he's betting on. And um, like I said, better. I have had better weeks and I've had worse weeks. Actually, I don't think I've had a worse week. This is my worst week. Um, but last year I was over 50% right most of the time. So um, Michael was not. <laughs> and, but this year he's beating me by quite a bit. So as was proven by my one and four this weekend. So now let's, we're going to just go over some of the big wins and why those are important. Um, Alabama actually barely scraped by Florida, winning by two points. And Florida missed a two-point conversion on a terrible call to literally tie the game. Um, and that was just, I mean, it was nuts. Alabama was winning quite a bit by half. What was it, 21? 21? Yeah, 21-3 at one point. Yeah, I believe Alabama scored three touchdowns without even Florida scoring a point before that. Yeah, so that was kind of a huge surprise that Florida came all the way back, and I'm sure Saban's making them run laps today. Primetime was number 22 Auburn versus 10 Penn State. We had the huge whiteout, if uh, you noticed that. That was 100 and what would we say, 6,000 people yesterday, all wearing white and shaking white pom-poms. And, yep. On the road, Bo Nix, which is the quarterback for Auburn, looked like pretty much on the road, Bo Nix. So, but they did keep the game close, only lost by eight. And, uh, but that pretty much solidifies Penn State will now definitely be ranked in the top 10 continually, um, at least another week. 
And then our late night Pac-12 after dark game was nineteen number 19 Arizona State against number 23 BYU. Again, BYU is actually looking to go into the Big 12 coming up, as I said in my last podcast. And BYU won big time last night, 27 to 17, much to Michael's chagrin. And I'm going to let him tell you why. So Claire and I are huge dorks when it comes to college football. So we're actually in a fantasy league, which I know Claire's done some podcasts on NFL. And basically it's the same thing for college, but way more players and kind of more complex because there's so many more options. And uh, the reason why I was so upset is because I have Arizona State's quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who's been very hot and cold when he's great. He's great. And uh, he was not great last night. So I got the L for my fantasy league for the week because of Jane Daniels. So that is six losses in the top 25 this week. The top being number 11, Florida, number 13, UCLA, number 19, Arizona, oh, 15, VTech, 19, Arizona State, 22, Auburn, and 24, Miami. So I think we'll have a couple people slipping out of the top 25 and a couple of new teams making their way in. So the reason between Michael being here with me this week was we went to the Oklahoma-Nebraska game, and I think I went over this last week in our podcast. It's called the, or at least I did in the blog post, um, being called the Game of the Century. It was the 50th anniversary of a game that was played in 1971. I think I may have said that we were good in the 80s, but I was incorrect when I was saying Nebraska and Oklahoma was huge competitors in the 70s, I guess, instead of the 80s. So misquoted last time, so I apologize. But um, we actually went to that game. We won barely, and uh, not super surprising, really, because Nebraska's huge. But we won by seven, and they were going down to score in the fourth quarter when our defense had a nice stop. Um, Yeah, the game was pretty intense. It was a nice full stadium since first time since COVID, and – yeah, it was awesome. So, Michael, what were your impressions of us last or yesterday? Yeah, our uh, defense holding someone to 16 points is something that we uh, have been lost on us for the last couple of years, so it's fine to see. Um, as fans, we're going to get a lot of crap, I think, for this game just because people expected it to be more of a blowout. But uh, the point spread was minus 22, so we were supposed to win by over three touchdowns, and we won by seven. So um, very close, but one of my favorite sayings that I've learned with college football is when you're clunkers, um, you know, you're going to have close games throughout the season. You're not going to win every single game by 22 points, but uh, win and move on, survive, and keep going to the next week. So I think that's ma- basically it for the week. Um Michael, I think, was talking about number eight, Cincinnati, needing some love over there. Cause, uh, and I flat out was not a believer in the Bearcats. Uh, I thought Indiana might come through finally with that Penix quarterback, but it uh, didn't really happen. So I'm going to let him tell you why that game's important. All right, so the reason why I think it's a big-time game is Cincinnati's trying to prove that they can play with the big dogs. And uh, frankly, this was one of their big wins for the year. And they get a bye next week, and then they get to prep for Notre Dame. So we are going to know exactly how big Cincinnati is. And um, basically, if the rest of the college football world needs to start paying attention to Cincinnati in the next two weeks. So I'm really excited to see what they do. I don't know if I was the biggest believer in them, but I, I believed enough to bet on them, and I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah, they're actually joining the Big 12 as well as BYU, which we touched on earlier. So 
they are going to be in a major conference in the Power Five. So I think they're they've really tried to show that they can compete with the big dogs, and they're trying to. I mean, their their schedule this year is pretty packed. So yeah, I think they're making good progress, and this week was definitely one of them. So. I think that's all we need to touch on. So this was a nice little like, I mean, it's same length as the normal podcast, but this one's all about college football. So sorry if you didn't like it, but <laughs> wanted to get Michael into the podcast and have a little fun. So thanks for joining me today. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Big supporter. I loved listening to the show. So glad I finally get to be a part of it and uh, excited to see your updates. And you're the one who always keeps me in the know. So I appreciate it. Yeah, so we'll be back with a regular episode tomorrow. Normal weekly update for you, unless my concussion comes roaring back, which hopefully, as of today, if you'll find. So, see, hopefully, see you all tomorrow. For anything else, check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports. And like I said, see you tomorrow. <laughs>